Welcome to a special edition of the Blue Collar Nation podcast, where Eric and Larry bring you the best and brightest minds in the blue collar world to help us weather this unprecedented storm. And now, on to the show. Hello, this is Larry from Blue Collar Nation, and I'm here with my, with my Tech Whispering business partner, Mr. Eric Sprague. What's happening, Tech Whisperer? How are you today? Happy Friday, man. You enjoying Wait, your sequestration? It might not be Friday when we put this out. Happy day. <laughs> Are you enjoying your sequestration? Seque- mm. Is that a word? Sequestration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm as busy as we ever are on a normal day, so uh, it's no different to me. <laughs> well, I am You know me, control- man. I'm an introvert. I could do this for 15 years. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> your, family wants, <laughs> your family wants to get you out of there, so, you know. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> You have no idea. You have no idea. (laughs) We have an amazing guest today. Josiah Lorsung from Odin Marketing House is in the house. What's up, Josiah? How are you today? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So Josiah is a guru at social media marketing and all kinds of other things. We're going to focus on some points that he has to help blue collar service business owners to make them uh, much more functional online and all the calls that come in are a little bit more valuable right now. Yeah. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you could be of, of uh, service to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually come from, uh, my dad was owned his own construction company. So I grew up in this industry. So I know it very well. Um, windows and doors and siding and roofing uh, was his trade. Um, so I know a lot about that, but I've also had about, uh, 15 years of, uh, marketing experience, uh, wide gambit advertising, um, TV, radio, um, social media, digital advertising, the whole works. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've seen a lot and I have a couple of customers who are blue collar services right now. Um, and, uh, you know, made a few recommendations and, uh, you know, done, done some marketing campaigns for them as well currently and seen some success with that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the thing is with um, uh, Eric, you might want to speak to this as well. It's tough for you, for us as blue collar service business owners to find time to sit down and do things because, you know, you're wearing 10 hats, taking them on, putting them off. You know, you got a million things to juggle around. You don't even usually have the extra income to sub it out. So something that's easy and quick and functional, obviously, you know, that's a perfect world. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to Josiah today because I mean, when we had Shamrock, that's what you and I did. We always had our phone. So we could, we would literally would be taking pictures of a water damage job or a carpet job and shoot it out on, well, at the time it was mostly Facebook, Facebook, like right then and there. Mm -hmm. Obviously you have Instagram and Twitter and all these other things. So you know, we were never pros, Josiah, like you are. Larry and I were just kind of doing what we kind of inherently just figured out what to do. But I was wondering if you could come on and tell guys what they should be doing right now, especially with people scared and we're going in houses. What's the best way to market that so that because here's here's where I'm coming from. And Larry and I lived this through the Great Recession. There's going to be fewer jobs in any given town. And you want to be the company that gets the most phone calls mm-hmm. and have the most opportunities to make that finite amount of money that's going to be spent. Mm-hmm. So 
I guess, what could the plumber, electrician, carpet cleaner, you know, maid service, what do you think they should be doing? Well, the first thing that I think everybody should be doing um, is promoting other nonprofits or other organizations that are in need of help right now. Um, I think building up that social equity, not only because you care about those organizations, but because, um, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to remember that you took the time to promote them. And, you know, even if it's just one post, that's one post, you know, but if you see, you know, constant need, you know, uh, um, some organizations that I work with are dropping off masks to nonprofit centers and uh, just going out of their way to really look out for the community. I think as we proceed forward uh, with after this quarantine, people are going to remember that, you know, it, not only is it, you know, uh, it good for the community, but it's also good for your business. I think if those are specific organizations that you haven't worked with in the past and could work with, I think that's another, another thing to consider, you know, uh, it doesn't take any time or effort to hit that share button, you know, and say a good word about that organization. It's something quick, easy, fast, Oh, that's uh, a good idea. Yeah. Just sharing things. You're not even, you're not even creating content, just mm-hmm. constantly sharing things. Well, yep. Larry and I, Larry, you and I used to do that with Foothill Family Shelter. I mean, mm-hmm. yep. we used to go clean, you know, the apartments and stuff. And then we did, you know, post that when we would do it. And then Larry ended up becoming a board member at Foothill Family Shelter. So that was kind of our company's place, yep. you know, and it was something that fit with our company because we could actually do something for them. If they had a turnover on an apartment, we could go clean it. If they had a mm-hmm. water damage, we could for free go fix it, you, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. I think, I think if you can offer something on top of that, even to organizations that don't have the money right now, but could potentially afterwards, um, all you have to do is uh, Google recession-proof businesses, and you can find a, a list of those businesses that are going to be, you know, viable and working, you know, o- yeah. over time afterwards. Those are going to be the ones that you really want to target. But I think, you know, if you're looking at the community factor, yeah, those nonprofits, they really need help because donations are down across the board, sure. um, which makes sense. You know, everybody does, is a little tight with the money. So uh, just that little extra push. Uh, I think that's that's probably the the easiest and the fastest way first um, that you're going to really really help um, and build connections. But um, on top of that, if you're really looking for like fast social media posts, um, the one I'm going to recommend the platform is called Canva, uh, Canva.com. You can get it both an app on your phone and uh, on your desktop, and they have hundreds of templates for social media. Um, all you have to do is type you know, add the photo you want to add and then post it. Um, and it's incredibly quick. They do have in-purchase um, fees for like, if you want to use a specific icon or things like that, but generally you don't need that. Um, so you don't need to spend anything and it's a free platform. Can you actually schedule posts through them too? No. Uh, they don't have that yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, they come out with it any day. Um, Is there anybody that has that? Because that's yeah. always an issue for me. It's like I do all these posts and I have to do that on a specific time and I'd rather do that around my schedule. There's two that I'm going to recommend later. Um, that's probably the most popular one out okay. there right now. Um, I'm getting ahead of you. Sorry. No, it's good. Um, later is a really good one. Um, but gain is quickly becoming one of my favorites. It's literally just spelled gain. Um, the reason I like gain so much is because, uh, it has an approval process. And what's nice is you can have a secretary, a, 
um, worker or something like that upload a post to that day. Um, and then you know, as long as they send it through for approval, um, it, you just say yes or no. Um, and it, it's a fairly inexpensive um, platform. I think it's like 12 bucks a month, if I remember right. It's been a while since I've purchased it. Um, but And can um, you do Instagram, Twitter? Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Okay. Um, cool. And it will schedule to all of them. And they can pick the next day or the day after or whatever. And you just designate one person. And you have all your workers send them that photo and they post them in as they come in before and afters. That's another great one is before and afters. Um, I think though, using the, those in combination, uh, gain is really good because you can make it look really, really professional and it's not, uh, you're just, it's a template that you're typing into. Um, but, uh, and it's really, really easy and quick to learn it. There's with everything, there's a little bit of a learning, learning curve, but it's really fast. Um, okay. And then post it to, to gain you know, or you can just post straight photos and text to gain, uh, send it to approval. Um, as the administrator, you can say, edit this and then send it back to the person. They'll edit it. And then once it's ready, they can, they can post it. And then you could actually schedule it for, I want this to go out at you know Friday morning at 9am mm -hmm. Eastern time or mm -hmm. whatever. And then will it hit Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter yeah. all at the same time? Later is a little easier to use. Um, it doesn't have, as far as I've seen as of recently, they don't have the approval process. Gain takes a little bit longer to figure out how to use it because you know they have to learn how to duplicate the post and then you know so there's some learning curves there. But if you have like you know a secretary or office worker or somebody who who has you know some downtime, they they can schedule out a week's worth of posts in. As long as they have the content, I would say an hour, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. no, that's really good. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look into that myself because I yeah. spend a lot, way too much time doing it manually. Oh yeah, manually is yeah because you're saving drafts and trying to post it and skip, wait for the right moment and then post and uh, don't do any of that nonsense. Yeah. Just use gain. Um, okay. that's my opinion. Cool. Um, but another great thing that people can do is, uh, um, like I was mentioned before, before and after photos. I think um, that and uh, showing the cleanliness of your staff. So if you're showing that you're taking temperatures when they walk in the door, if let's say that's something you do, um, or that they're all wearing masks, you know, it, it, it goes a long way to reassure people, especially during the quarantine. Um, that you're taking extra precautions, that you're cleaning down all your equipment at the end of the day, whatever it is. Um, showing that level of cleanliness is really important to the uh, community. Um, you know, and I would post that probably once every other week, uh, a cleanliness post. And do you have a preferred platform for service businesses? Do you think Facebook is better than Instagram, which is better than Twitter. Like how, how if you had a, you know, say Larry and my company, you had a carpet cleaning company. Mm -hmm. What would your order of importance be, do you, do you think? Um, I would definitely, <clears throat> for you guys, you're a little bit more commercial, right? Yeah. Bit of both. Yeah. Bit of both. As well. Lot of, okay. Yeah, 50, 50. Okay, 50, 50. Okay, in that regards then, I would say Facebook would be your, your number one priority. Um, and then probably LinkedIn. 
So would you boost posts based on demographics? I'd never boost a post. Yeah, uh, we did it for a while, never got anything. Yeah, the problem with boosting a post is um, there's uh, something in the advertising side, so you can actually make an advertising account. Most people think if they're boosting, they already have it because there's an ad center. It's not the same thing. Um, you have to create an ad manager account, and you can just Google ad manager account, Facebook ad manager account, and um, the reason why that's so much different is because when you're posting generally just to, as a boost, they send it out to every area that that size of photo can go to. The, pro the great part about that is you will get some interactions and some people will say, oh, I, it works wonders for me. That's great. But if you did it with the ad manager, you could find out where that waste is because there's certain areas that certain types of posts, like if it's being sent to Messenger or something like that, it's not going to produce any results for right. you. Yeah, well, and it's like, yeah, it's great to get likes and thumbs up or whatever, but you're wanting money. <laughs> you know, like who cares think, about how many likes you get? Getting likes and comments is a giant waste of money if yeah. that's what you're going for. You're exactly. looking for leads and sales. Yeah. Um, and that brings to the second point with the ad manager is there's something called the Facebook pixel. And if you put that on your website, um, that pixel will start tracking the people that convert and you can click on like, um, at, tell me when somebody clicks on the call. Button. See the tell person me, that clicks on there from uh, Facebook. Correct. That's a big deal. Um, it won't give you the exact name, but it will tell you, Hey, X amount of people from this specific ad, um, did this action. <clears throat> and that's, that's really important because why am I going to spend, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds of dollars for just likes. I want yeah. calls, I want leads. You know? So do you actually think Facebook paid advertising is generally good for service businesses or not yes. so much? Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. Mostly because a lot of people think that it's down, but it's up. Um, I think 30 or 40% since 2007 uh, of interaction on Facebook. Facebook's not dead. Um, it's just changing the demographics. The people who are on it are different. Um, you're seeing much older generation generations on there versus, you know, the millennials. They're not so much yeah. on Facebook anymore. But, I mean, for service businesses, that's a good thing because Correct. generally speaking, those are the people who own <clears> the <throat> homes yeah. and, um, have, and have a disposable income because their kids have grown and they're gone. Correct. Yeah. You know. Exactly. But on top of that, you also have um, housewives who are on Facebook as well. They're, you know, joining groups or talking to friends or, you know, uh, looking at invites for different events and things like that. Um, you're going to get a lot of traction, especially for carpet cleaning, uh, which I already know. Um, you just kind of segued into my next question, Josiah. Yeah, go for it. Groups. Should you be joining local groups? Is that of any, we never did that, but um, I always kind of wondered if we should have been. My rule of thumb is the newest feature of any platform. So whenever uh, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever promotes a new feature, whatever that brand new feature is, that's where you want to be. Um, the oldest features start avoiding them. So um, that's, that's gen generally the best rule book, uh, rubric uh, for that. Um, you're just going to find that it, you get a lot more traction when you're first to the newest feature. Um, really groups are good. They're good. I like them. Um, but it really, really, really depends on the individual specific group and what it's saying. You know, you can, a lot of times with social media advertising and marketing, you can spin your wheel, spending a lot of time thinking you're doing good. Um, the reason why a lot of people are like, oh, keep going, keep going is because there's a glass ceiling sometimes, you know, and everybody wants to get to that glass ceiling, but the amount of effort it takes to get to the glass ceiling is, is not easy. 
Um, I mean, look at your podcast. I mean, look how long it's taken to get, you know, so many views. It didn't start off day one with a million views, you know what I mean? So, um, no, it started with like three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or no, something five. Like that. Yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. And it, my and it, mother, Larry's mother, my wife, Larry's girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's amazing how, if you're consistent, and I think this is a, a key point for marketing, if you're consistent, we talked about this on your podcast, mm-hmm. it just grows. Yes. That consistency grows. Absolutely. So, yeah. No, absolutely. I, it, consistency is really important. Um, you know, and I will say this, a bad post is better than no post. Um, even as long as you're local, if you're a large corporation, you're going to actually see a little hit on your advertising these days. Local operations are going to do a lot better in the marketing world because people are distrustful of large corporations right now. Well, and people want to inject money back into their community more. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Keep it close by. I yeah, think so also doing posts. Afraid doing posts, like you said, just lets people know that you're still open. I mean, I think a lot of people don't know who's open, who's closed. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I really think there's like three places you really need to go to uh, let people know that you're still open. Obviously your, um, your website have something on your main page, um, you know, uh, go to your listings. So those are uh, Yelp, Google My Business, uh, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere you have business hours online and change, make either some note that yes, we're still open or, you know, change the operation hours. And then lastly, your email list. And we've talked about this, having a good email list for your, your uh, uh, customer database and just shooting out an email letting them know, hey, we're still open. This is what it looks like to do business with us uh, now. Uh, that's really important as well. So those three places, and I think you're, you're covered. So do you think companies should be spending any money on marketing right now? Or do you think they should be doing kind of like guerrilla marketing and trying to do social and email lists that they already have and stuff like that more so? I mean, that's my inclination. I think Larry yeah. feels that way too. I think it really depends. Um, I wish I had a flat answer for you. Um, we talked about this carpet cleaning. I'm going to recommend, you know, if you're carpet cleaning that you go gorilla marketing. Um, I specifically know that because I have a client and the, the next thing I'm going to say is if you're already running ads, if you currently are look and see if you've had a gigantic dip in conversions or leads from that, and it's costing more to get those uh, few leads you have, the ROI, the return on investment, if it's lower than what you're spending, then kill it. Um, but if you're not spending ads, I would say, you know, come talk to me and ask because it's it really depends on your individual industry. It's not it's not going to be blanketed across every single uh, blue collar uh, industry. Some I'm going to say absolutely kill kill your advertisements. Some I'm going to say wait, and some I'm going to say nope, t- dial it up to ten thousand. You know. Right. I think for service businesses, especially like carpet cleaning, we're using that as an example, but I think it goes through. Cleaning is going to be very in high demand in a few months. Absolutely. I, I would be, if I still owned a carpet cleaning company, I would be going after commercial, even if they're not open yet or they're not at capacity because to get open again, a lot of places are going to do some sort of cleaning to even if it's just letting the public know we did all this cleaning, you know? Mm -hmm. So how would you go after those guys? 
The which ones? The carpet facilities cleaning? managers, owners, general managers of businesses in your town, saying, "Hey, we're available to come work at your place once you get going again." Yeah, I definitely think the social media ads. I, I wait to hear in the news um, when quarantine is about to be released within the the week and start advertising that week before everything opens up. Would um, you be like DMing them on LinkedIn and stuff? Uh, no, I, I think you're going to get annoyance generally out of that. You okay. could do it and you could get some results for sure. Um, but I think your reputation is incredibly important and doing, they're probably getting a million messages and you might be the one, the first person that came up in their messages that might work. But my recommendation is, uh, more to call, um, versus in a, cause it's especially their office number and call the day that everything opens up, you know, they're going to get hammered, but you, you just have to be the first one in that door. Um, but I think social media ads specifically, you can target by job type. Uh, when you go to the ad manager, uh, you can go to literally what their job title is. And in many cases, if they're a larger organization, uh, they have them that whole organization, that database. So you can literally target people who work at a specific facility. So you could be like facilities manager in these zip codes kind of thing. Yeah. And then the, you could literally them. drop a pin over their, their building and, or, you know, in that area uh, within a radius, they live in that region, that job title, that age group, that gender and target them directly. Um, so the more niche you are with a, with a targeting, uh, the less money you need to spend. Um, but it, there's a little leeway. You have to, can't just do one job type. Uh, you're you're going to want to add a few different job types, but yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, that would be my, my first way because most people don't see the first three ads that they, they are presented. Um, it's only after like the first three that they actually starts registering into their subconscious. Um, and then if you do a follow-up with that uh, location, they're like, Oh yeah, I saw your ad. Uh, so that's my recommendation. Interesting. What else? Um, I think really cleaning house, uh, I think they, in, in a good way, <laughs> no, no pun intended, um, uh, going through your current marketing, uh, there's downtime right now. You know, if your website isn't completely uh, functional or you've wanted to make updates, go through it, fix, fix your image. If you have a logo that's 40 years old and needs to be updated, update it, you know, uh, you know, look at those kind of things. Um, but more importantly, more than anything else um, on top of social media, and almost, in, I'm going to say more important than social media is getting reviews. I'm working on that currently myself, um, is just get online reviews, specifically Google. That's going to increase your, your local search engine optimization SEO. Um, so the more reviews you get, especially over your competition, it takes a second because Google's got a little bit of a delay. So just because someone left you a review, you might not be able to read it, but get those reviews um, and just say, hey, could you leave me a review <clears throat> and email on the link? Um, if you guys have an email list like you do, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have an email list like you do, just send that out to everybody. Just please leave us a review. Really help us out during this time. Uh, go to your Google My Business and copy that link, post it in there so that when they click it, it goes directly to it. All I have to do is type and hit send and it's done. Okay, one one last thing. We don't want to take too much of your time, and Larry's okay. got another appointment. I know that. Uh, what about YouTube? 
YouTube always seems like the the lost redheaded stepchild or whatever, you know, and it's like Larry and I built a lot of our business early on with YouTube. You still are. Yeah. So what what are your thoughts about its efficacy and also how to do it properly? If you have the time, which most of us don't, I'm going to highly recommend YouTube. Um, the problem with YouTube is YouTube generally, if you have a really terrible quality, unless you have some information that nobody's ever seen, if, if it's if it's super, super niche and your qual video quality is okay, you, you can do really well. Um, if you're trying to penetrate into in a market and all you have to do is type in your industry or your general question that someone asks you into YouTube, if you see scores of videos, um, that's going to be a very heavily dense um, industry to try to penetrate with your, your videos and you're just not going to have a lot of success off the bat. It's going to take a really long time. So it takes a lot of consistency, a lot of content, um, specific content, and you know how to's um informational um you know just tons of content so that way would absolutely work but if you have a niche category it doesn't matter what kind of uh, quality you have you can just post a video of a how-to it'll be right off your camera phone and uh, if somebody is looking for it then you're gonna you're gonna be the one that pops up what what about doing youtube advertising yeah um, that locally one I that's um, actually ran through Google Ad uh, Manager. Uh, I definitely recommend that. Um, that with display ads in combination, if you can target specific channels, uh, the, the great thing about YouTube is if you go to the YouTube um, Ad Manager portion, you can literally type, uh, type in somebody's uh, channel. So I could type in your guys' Morning Tech uh, channel and my ads would pop up on your guys' uh, feed. Um, uh, right on the sidebar or before the beginning of the video and I could talk to your audience. So if you have competition or you have, um, you know, a different audience, I wouldn't target them in names specifically, like call them out in the ad, but you could easily post something and remind somebody, Hey, there's an alternative. Um, so, so you could literally put an ad, like, let's say Larry and I are ABC <coughs> cleaning you could you could target XYZ cleaning in your town and have your ads coming up on their videos uh -huh. on the side or something. Yep, absolutely. Um, my, my competitive nature really likes that, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, it's a great strategy. You got to be careful with it because you can't be too specific. You can't. Well, yeah, but you could just be showing your good work. Correct. Right. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to mention that. The way I really like it is I actually have a testosterone clinic as a client and um, a very popular place for talking about testosterone is the Joe Rogan uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. So I actually target Joe Rogan podcast for their ads. And because most of the people who watch Joe Rogan are already considering it, they're thinking about it, uh, men is specifically, yeah. and that ad is relevant to them. So being able to be that specific on YouTube for advertising specifically, not actually posting content, but actually advertising on there. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great idea. That's interesting. Cool. Well, man, I learned a lot today. I, just, yeah, uh, I have like so many notes that I wrote on my little sticky <laughs> I notes. I love it. I didn't even think I'd write anything down. I'm going to get I, you a notepad. Could have done this all day. Yeah, notepad. Uh, uh, could have done this all day. So it's great. Thanks for well, if you have on. any more questions, you can always hit me up. I'm, no, no worries. We'd like to have you on the, a full length podcast once yeah. this is kind of over and we're back to it. our weekly show. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.